Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowen, and myself continue our discussion on the theology of vocation, looking at the Old Testament, the Ten Commandments, and how they apply to this topic. Welcome to Being Lutheran. I'm Pastor Brett Bow, and I have with me Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Brian Rickey. And, and what are we talking about today? Vocation. vocation. And by the way, we have the Vocation Conference coming up, Faith Free Lutheran Refcon Church. Refcon 2019. Right. November 2nd, Saturday, begins at 10.30 in the morning with a live recording of this podcast. Nice. Sweet. And then the afternoon conference will be a presentation by each one of us on the topic of vocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking forward to it. I'm sorry, what was the topic again? Vocation. <laughs> yes. If you want more information about the conference, look, uh, look up Faith Free Lutheran Church on Facebook or go to faithlutheran-aflc.org. Or I'll just give your personal cell phone and they can call you. Yeah, directly. right. Go for it. <laughs> I, and by the way, I just changed my contact information to Brett's contact information. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why didn't we call our podcast the, the Vocation Show? Because it was like an organic process. It took us like four or five episodes into the podcast to be obsessed with vocation. Okay. Actually, really, to make for a good segue and a nice, fun coincidence, yeah. we didn't really start talking about vocation until we started talking about the Ten Commandments hmm. in the small catechism. Ah, Really? Yeah, I don't I know go that back we. And listen to yeah. some of our, <laughs> and, well, then, and then we didn't make the vocation joke until you guys dragged me in yeah, <laughs> for on the twentieth episode, yeah, episode twenty. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know that we spent a lot of time talking about vocation when we covered the creeds. It's funny. Sometimes people will come up and say, "Hey, do you remember what you said on this episode?" I'm nope. like, uh, "No, <laughs> I don't what was re- it about? I don't remember <laughs> yeah, what right. I had for breakfast this morning." I mean, mm-hmm. there's a hun- what, we're at almost a hun- hundred forty. We're getting. We're this will be one thirty four. Yeah, is this but I'm probably telling repeating you, ourselves. One thirty-five. Yeah, you can't remember. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is episode one thirty-five. Cool vocation, vocation. Right, and on the episode one thirty-six will just be that unrepaid. Yeah, just <laughs> so listen to that kinda, over and over again. Kind of defined, mm-hmm. you know, yep. who who needs our vocation? It's for our neighbor, of course, mm-hmm. and as an act of worship. We talked about what vocation isn't. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? Yeah, so now this is our Old Testament. Bible study, yeah. so to speak, and next time the New Testament, and uh, we decided to do the Ten Commandments here, yeah. all, all together. All Ten Commandments, uh, we will talk about them, because one of the more important topics about vocation is how we love the neighbor. What are the mm-hmm. boundaries of vocation? Mm-hmm. Vocation is giving us boundaries. It's the law. How we find our neighbor, how and, we love yeah, our neighbor. And mm-hmm. generally speaking, the Ten Commandments that provide us boundaries for how we love our neighbor and how we don't love our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Good. Cool. So right. where should we start with that? Should we... First Commandment. You want to just walk through... Read, read through all ten because this is a Bible ten. study and then we'll start talking about it. All right. Um, Exodus 20, of course. I'll just read the intro. Uh, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Editorial comment, still on commandment number one, Yes, I know. That's why I I still kept reading here. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, 
but showing steadfast love, chesed, to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. Commandment number one. Mm, Commandment number one. And then from there, uh, you know, so on and so forth all the way through. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to. No, it's fine. Sorry. We could spend 20 minutes just reading through that passage, Mm -hmm. but you got... Uh, yeah. Don't take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Yep. Uh, honor your father and mother. Don't yep. kill. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't bear false witness. Mm-hmm. Don't covet and don't covet. Right. I had a classmate in middle school that it was an atheist kid. And she's like, I bet you guys can't even list all the Ten Commandments. And at that time, I couldn't. Yeah. And she wore that as a badge of honor. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's it's to our shame as Christians that we disdain the rote memorization of the foundations of our faith. Mm-hmm. We should be mocked by atheists <laughs> if we can't recite the Ten Commandments, <laughs> if we don't know the Creed, if mm-hmm. we can't say the Lord's Prayer, if we can't explain baptism in the Lord's Supper. Yeah. We should be mocked. That's yep. the content of the Catechism. Yep. Yep. Good. Uh, so, Ten Commandments. Obviously, we spent a lot of time. Many episodes ago. <laughs> so for this episode, yeah. all we're going to do is encourage you to listen to the first 100 right. episodes yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> so we're, we're taking all that and, and scrunching it down and to talk about vocation. Yeah. So it's vocation and the Ten Commandments are intricately mm-hmm. woven together because the Ten Commandments provide us with the necessary boundaries for our vocation. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're kind of doing this in reverse because we typically do the Old Testament study before we do the New Testament study. Yep. But the first question we would ask is, who is my neighbor? Again, mm-hmm. the big question from the Good Samaritan. We'll be talking about that mm-hmm. next episode with our New Testament study, where we find our neighbors. Then the second logical question after that is, how do I love my neighbor? Mm-hmm. The answer that God has given us is the law. It is the law, the Ten Commandments that provide boundaries for it. One way to think about it, you have various neighbors. If you love your doctor in the same way you love your wife, you've committed Uh. adultery, right? (laughs) If you love your wife in the same way you love your doctor, you maybe just murdered her. (laughs) Kind of one one of those things. And so the doctor-patient relationship is different than the husband-wife relationship, but they're still governed Mm -hmm. by the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. And so they prescribe for us, how do we love? It's the same thing, parent kids. We love our children Mm -hmm. in different ways than we love other people's children. Mm -hmm. But we still love our children and we love other people's children, you know, mm-hmm. we love our Uber driver in a different way than we love our pastor. And it's likely if you loved your Uber driver in the same way you love your pastor, you might end up a heretic, <laughs> <laughs> depending on who your Uber driver is, right? Mm-hmm. But it's these sorts of things. And so if you know the neighbor relationship you're in, if you mm-hmm. know your vocation, then you go to the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. to help you determine how you love your neighbor mm-hmm. in any given situation. Yeah, that's good. And, you know, with the Ten Commandments, you you see the big picture, you know, the I always laugh at the, the tables, you know, that as a kid, I was like, what? You know, the, the two tables of the, mm-hmm. of the law, um, but... You know, and table of duties. You know, there's yeah. there's all kinds of tables all over here. And Lutherans, Lutherans love Lutherans. eating. Lutherans yeah, love right eating. Now. We got to stop talking about tables. <laughs> but you know, it's helpful to think of you know the the first three commandments um, being the first table of our yeah, law. First that, table. Yep. So 
this is really interesting things going on with that. First, the traditional break, commandments one through three, or if you're Calvinist, one through four, <laughs> delineate the first table of the law, commandments four through 10, mm-hmm. delineate the second table of law. So commandments, the first table governs our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about our vocation as Christians. Uh, the second table delineates our love for our neighbor, mm-hmm. uh, and that's our vocations in society and in the family and even in the church. Commandment four, uh, which is honor your father and mother, is the hinge that swings back and forth from either table because the authority of parents is based on the authority of God. Mm-hmm. So that's the transition. Now that you said that, it's really, I want you guys to consider this a little bit. I just read a book, actually two books, Good. that refer, referred to it. Uh, they argued that a better division of the commandments instead of one through three, four through 10 would be one and then everything else. Mm. <laughs> and it's the first commandment that all of the other commandments flow from. From the Lutheran oh, number. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's, you shall have no other gods before yeah. me, and then commandments two through ten. Yeah. Because animate if, our, describe our idolatry. Okay. <laughs> be, yeah. And I, I actually appreciate that because you, you and I, I think in a, several previous episodes, as we talked about not taking the name of the Lord your God in vain, that's also part of how we act. Yep. You know, as we carry the name of Christ as a Christian mm-hmm. and a believer, it's not only our language, it's also our conduct and our, our integrity. And so that, I appreciate that because that is definitely directed at our neighbor. Yeah, it is. And, and it's uh, what, and, and, and part of the way to look at this, and I will throw a bone to our Calvinist listeners here, and I'm going to be a Lutheran that quotes Calvin without even qualifying it right oh, here. Oh, man. Wow. Great quote I love from Calvin is, the human heart is an idol factory. Yeah. That, that's love a, that's a that. good quote. And if we're splitting yep. the commandments one and then two through ten, two mm-hmm. through ten describe our mm-hmm. idolatry, mm-hmm. which is forbidden by number one. Yep. And then if you want to do that scripturally, you go all the way to ten, and is it Romans 7 or the Bible passages that says covetousness is idolatry. Yes. And yeah. then what, what seem to be the throwaway commandments for us round us all the way back to commandment number one, and yep. you shall have no other gods. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we talked about that, actually. I remember having that discussion on a previous episode. Yep. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. So grounding back to vocation. Yeah, I was say, vocation, <laughs> vocation, vocation, yeah. vocation. I guess I was uh, trying to do the whole two tables to get yeah. us to vocation. In, but I mean, but in yeah. anything, all of the commandments. And so let's, I mean, just for an example, take the seventh commandment, thou shalt mm-hmm. not steal. And in our various vocations, it looks different, mm-hmm. even though it's the same commandment. So your vocation as a literal next door neighbor defines the seventh commandment in a different way than your vocation as an employee mm-hmm. looks. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we could steal property yep. from our neighbor, but we might steal time mm-hmm. from our employer. Yep. Right? And, you know, the just any commandment takes on a different shade, a different depth of meaning mm-hmm. based on what mm-hmm. our neighbor is, what our right. relationship with the neighbor is. Which uh, hits us in different ways and and the different callings God has us in right now. Different callings God has us in, different ways we obey. And and this is one of the most important things that transitions us out of a relationship with the Ten Commandments as if it's a divine 
10 point checklist mm-hmm. that we get a passing or failing grade on based <laughs> on, you know, do we get seven out of 10 today, eight out of 10, you know, whatever the case might be. Well, what the 10 commandments do, we, we go back to the, the original podcast episodes we did this on to remember that the commandments both prohibit vices mm-hmm. and they promote virtues. Yep. And so it's not just good enough that we don't physically, literally steal our next door neighbor's stuff, mm-hmm. but that we're promoted to be generous towards our yeah, neighbor. We're right. promoted yeah. to protect. So standing by as we watch thieves take out his big screen TV through the broken front window, that's breaking the seventh commandment. Yeah. And it's funny because if we don't think about it in the prohibit promote mm-hmm. type of way, we'll fall into the trap that the Pharisees did. You know, Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, uh, you have heard it said or taught to you this way. Yeah. But I say to you, so mm-hmm. it's more than it. It's about our heart and motives and, and all of that. So it's much deeper than just, you know, the prohibit part. It is the promote part. It's a big part of it as well. Yeah, and it provides us with an opportunity for self-examination and repentance, which remember the activity of a Christian that God wants us always doing is repentance. He wants mm-hmm. us always repenting, yep. but but it really helps so that we're not in the business of finding loopholes, mm-hmm. which that's what our sinful nature is yeah, going to be. Right. You know, it's like, well, I could do that, but doesn't really say so in God's word. The, 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 the whole thing about vocation is love your neighbor mm-hmm. unequivocally. That's if you're not actively looking to love your neighbor, you're failing in your vocation. Mm-hmm. Period. And that's what it leaves it at. Mm-hmm. So we look at, at our different vocations in life, and then we look at the Ten Commandments to provide us with the necessary mm-hmm. boundaries to live our lives as Christians. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Whether it be your parents or your spouse or... Parents, spouse, yep. employers, employee, mm-hmm. next-door neighbor, governmental authorities, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone that you come into any sort of relationship, whether it's interpersonal or generic, you have a vocation, whether or not... You Online relationship. <laughs> well, <laughs> that is the that is the topic of my presentation at the Reformation Conference, yeah, actually, the right. impact of social media on our vocations. And mm. the thing I'm going to be arguing is that social media has... Uh, produced a new kind of monasticism so we've allowed ourselves to withdraw from society and reduce the number of neighbors we have so that's a hashtag spoiler alert for what i'll be talking about Mm -hmm. but i I think one of the best examples of recent past Mm -hmm. uh we're we're now on year three of donald trump's presidency Mm -hmm. and one of the most hot button political issues in american history and if you remember back in 2016 when he was elected uh, the big thing was hashtag not my president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, you, people still do that today, yeah. and I know about it. And I'm not even on social media the, anymore. The lady screaming, yeah, yeah. that 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 right. the Celine Dion. <laughs> Uh, the this Some, song makes everything better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're My heart will go here. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Look that up because it's hilarious. Um, but the the problem with that is that as an American citizen, Donald Trump is literally your president. <laughs> right. Right? And, and uh, I had a friend who was troubled by it, and I'm not getting into politics here, so just believe me. He, he said it succinctly. He's not in favor of Trump, and he says, the problem for me is not the hashtag not my president 
movement. It's that the problem is I'm the realization that this man is my president. Mm-hmm. But let's examine that vocation. What do you owe Donald Trump as a citizen? Okay. Well, you owe obedience mm-hmm. as a citizen of the United States to the laws. As a Christian, you owe Donald Trump your prayers. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. that's second commandment stuff. Yeah. Your Donald Trump as your authority is fourth commandment stuff. This is the the, the fun part where when you start talking about vocation, all the other parts of the catechism start to click together yeah. in a sense. It's and magnificent. <laughs> you start to see that these are the hooks that we hang things on in our life as as Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You owe Donald Trump eighth commandment loving, mm-hmm. that you're not assassinating his character. Right? Now, at the same time, being a good citizen of the United States is holding your authorities accountable. Mm-hmm. This is one of the benefits of the American government system is that we hold our authorities accountable. Uh, we have the right mm-hmm. to vote for our authorities. Uh, you know, you there's probably behavior that Donald Trump has done that is unbecoming of a man in his position. Uh, and so that needs to be held accountable as well. But then again, we round back to being a Christian. We go back to the purposes of the law. Mm-hmm. Remember, you have the three uses or functions of the mm-hmm. law, yeah. curb, mere, guide. Yep. It's also important to pair those with the three purposes of the law. The first purpose of the law is that it reveals God's holy character and will, mm-hmm. shows us how to be holy. Second purpose of the law is that it prepares us for Christ, yep. prepares us to receive the gospel. Protects our neighbor from ourselves. <laughs> and, and, as When we're talking about vocation here, and then we'll, we'll build on this with the next episode, the mm-hmm. third purpose of the law is that it protects our neighbor mm-hmm. from our sinful selves. Mm-hmm. That's good. And so, That's so good. from the perspective of our sinful is that nature, a, a quote from somewhere. No, it's something one? I've just developed oh, okay. from from scripture and stuff. It's 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 really a summary of Matthew seven one through yeah. four. The, Jason and I got into a pretty long discussion on the functions and the purposes, and mm, we both good. agree that that we talk about the functions a lot, but we kind of miss talking about the purposes of the law too. Mm-hmm. Well, and we kind of talk about the law sometimes as if it's just arbitrary rules that God has given us to grade us or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case. So this protecting your neighbor from your sinful self, Mm -hmm. what that means is then again, as Christians, so you've got the assurance of salvation factor in there. We are not permitted to obsess about what our neighbor owes us. Mm -hmm. We are to Mm. focus. We need a whole lot more of that in our world. We are to focus on what we owe our neighbors. We uh, need to focus that on uh, in our marriages. Mm-hmm. So the in the end, vocation, and again, like I said, we'll talk about this next episode a lot. Vocation has given us the privilege to suffer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. Now, the, the immediate objective or the immediate objection in all of this is, well, as victims, are we supposed to let people walk all over us? Mm-hmm. The answer to that question, it's a hard answer. The answer is yes and no. Right? Mm-hmm. As Christians, you suffer. Yes. You suffer willingly for the sake of Christ. But mm-hmm. sometimes placing the needs of someone is more important than yourself, as it says in Philippians 2, is to speak the truth and love and confront someone. In, mm-hmm. in our vocations. Yes. So, like, let's say uh, there are armed robbers that break into my house in the middle of the night. Okay. Uh, they threaten my family's safety. They threaten my family's life. 
I'm not supposed to get up, offer my head for them to beat the smack out of me. That's not vocation. My vocation is in that situation, I am the husband mm-hmm. of one wife, I am the father of five children, and it is my vocation to protect them. Mm-hmm. I am also in a vocational relationship with the criminals. And the way to love a criminal is to hold them accountable for their crimes and provide them opportunity for repentance mm-hmm. and reform. That's in the form works. of uh, pointing your, your well, gun at them? <laughs> the, in, in the form of self-defense <laughs> right. in certain situations, yeah. in the form of prosecution and sure. incarceration. You know, is one of the, the most inane things of the 21st century progressivism is that the only people with rights in society right now are criminals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it boggles the mind. It, uh, Minneapolis, if I, if I heard the law right on the news, made it impossible uh, in the upcoming months, they're going to enact a law that you cannot do background checks on prospective renters. Oh, I'm so glad we're not renting anymore then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, Holy cow. It boggles the mind. But th- these are the thing is people are so obsessed with oppression, which is a good thing to fight against, that we've now negated criminal prosecution. Yeah. If you do away with the consequences of your choices, where's the learning and the the restoration aspect of that. Well, you know? and it's it goes back again to the distinction that life in this world is simple, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. We we are clearly called as Christians mm-hmm. to suffer willingly for the sake of the gospel, mm-hmm. to put others' needs before ourselves, mm-hmm. to forgive all of the time, mm-hmm. but that does not mean we become enablers. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. of serial criminals, mm-hmm. of abusers, uh, things like that. It's 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 a simple but messy business of sorting out vocation in real life. Mm-hmm. The Ten Commandments provide the boundaries, but even in that, the question is: How do I love my neighbor? Mm-hmm. How best do I love my neighbor? How do I promote my neighbor? Always done under the shadow. Of the assurance of salvation. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suffer because I have everything I need mm-hmm. in Christ yeah. for all eternity. Yeah. I, I get to. Yeah. I mm-hmm. suffer <laughs> because I lack nothing even when I lack. Yeah. 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 And that promise of eternal life is such a, a valuable source of hope mm-hmm. and peace, especially in the midst of suffering. And uh, the last thing I'll say, encouraging some of the men out there as the spiritual leader of your home, your first neighbor is your wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, that that selfless covenant love is really part of our vocation as husbands. It makes a great segue to next episode. Mm -hmm. But the church is founded on the institution of the family, not vice versa. Good point, Brian. All right. So I thought it'd be really appropriate to read Matthew 22, the words of Christ, as he was asked this question. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. And this is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. 
Join us next week as Pastor Jason, Pastor Brett, and myself continue our discussion on vocation. God bless you and have a great week.